0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Creative Rendezvous with 11 Questions, where each week we meet a new person and get to know them. I'm your host, Amantivana, and today we are meeting Farah Heron, who's a romance author. Let's find out more about her with 11 Questions. Hi, Farah. Welcome to 11 Questions. Hi, thank you for having me. So I want to start by asking, where are you from and where do you live right now? So I am from Toronto and I
1: live in Toronto. I was born um, in greater Toronto area. I've lived there my whole life and I'm still there and I still live in Toronto with my family.
0: Oh, that's great. What's the
1: best way for you to start your day? To start my day, I need my coffee and uh, I sometimes eat breakfast, sometimes I don't, but I can't do it much without my great big latte <laughs> with lots of milk in the morning. Um, it's funny, I'm a tea drinker over the rest of the day, but first thing in the morning has to be coffee. I will wake up pretty late cuz I'm a total night owl so I'm usually up to like 2 1 2 even 3 a.m. so I usually wake up pretty late in the day.
0: What would you say is the most productive time of
1: the day for you? So like I said I'm a night owl um it really depends on what I'm doing. If I'm writing then that those night like between 10 and say 2 a.m. are my best writing time. But if I'm doing other stuff promo writing articles and such then i'm I'm okay working in the afternoon after lunch usually.
0: If you hear the words "happy weekend," what comes to your mind? Happy weekend.
1: Oh, I love a weekend when I don't really have much to do. I'll play video games, um maybe have a afternoon beer with my husband before pandemic. We would go and we would um my husband and I are really into craft beer, so we would go to breweries and just sit there and just kind of talk and do a whole bunch of nothing. These days, a happy weekend is really just me on the couch playing video games.
0: <laughs> Doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> do you watch a lot of TV? And if yes, what's your favorite thing right now?
1: So I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do watch. I mean, I watch some something every day. I try to because it helps me online. Um, lately, we've been really into the Great British Bake Off. And we've been going through watching only about an episode a day. But there's so many seasons that we can keep going this way for a while. But I think we finally just ran out. So we're kind of stuck. But definitely those kind of cooking reality shows I really love.
0: I also have a friend who is really into those baking kind of reality shows. What's your biggest pet peeve?
1: <sighs> my biggest pet peeve? Oh, my God, I have a lot. Um, <laughs> silly things, like if you just wanted to say like a total silly pet peeve of mine is zippers on sweaters. And I don't know why. I just don't like <laughs> zippers on sweaters. I don't mind buttons, but no zippers. But bigger pet peeves, I think, um, as a South Asian woman living in uh, a predominantly white country, uh, city, I think my biggest pet peeve is when people make assumptions about me before they know me. Little things like people assume that I'm not born in Canada or that my parents don't speak English, or things like that. Those kind of assumptions are probably the things that bother me the most.
0: I can relate to that one, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. What are you most proud of in your life?
1: Uh, Probably my books. Um, I kind of started writing a little bit later in life, and it's something that I always, at the back of my head, thought I wanted to do, but didn't have the courage to start. So I didn't start writing until I was... 39-ish and it was only a few years later that my first book was published by a major publisher. So I'm really proud at how quickly I was able to progress in my writing craft. I worked my butt off and then to have the recognition of having my book out there in bookstores and such is really exciting.
0: I want to write at some point in my life too, and I'm always amazed looking at other authors. Like, how can they just pull out book after another? And yeah. here I'm just struggling to write anything at all.
1: It's 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 a struggle, but um, I'm really glad that I kind of listened to that voice that had been there my whole life that that, that I should one day write romance, and I started doing it. I'm really glad I did. But it's never too late. For how long have you been writing now? It's been about five years where I've been writing. I I, I want to say writing seriously, but I never didn't write seriously. I literally went from not writing at all to it consuming (laughs) my entire life. That's just the kind of person I am. So I've been all or nothing. Yeah, I've been working towards publication, like writing intensely since the day I started writing five years ago.
0: And other than writing, what do you enjoy the most? Uh, I love cooking. Um I spend a lot of time with my family. and We, we play
1: video games, we play board games, cooking. I have a ton of hobbies. So I can keep going and going and going. I love sewing. I love knitting. Lately, I've been really into hiking. We we have a boat, we go kayaking. So there's oh, I, awesome. I have a, there's yeah, so much I do going on. Things.
0: If I were to ask you to pick only three books that you can read for your entire life, which ones would you pick?
1: Definitely Jane Austen, like a lot of romance writers, that was really where I discovered my love of romance. So Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice, and I would say Jane Austen's um, Persuasion, I could read over and over again. Another older book that many, many people might not uh, know is an old Canadian, older Canadian book called The Diviners by Margaret Lawrence. And it's been my favorite book since I was a kid, since I was in my high school years. It's, it is an adult book. Um, and that's one that I can always go back to. It always reminds me of growing up in Canada and the kind of, um, the terrain here. Basically, what it feels like to be in Canada. And that's a big part of me. So that's one book that I always go back to.
0: I'll check that out. I've never heard of that one.
1: Yeah. It's, Jane it's Austin, Canadian. I have. Yeah. It's a very Canadian book. And it's a bit old and a bit dated now, but it, it does touch on a lot of the so- social issues in Canada, racism specifically with the Indigenous population. Um, poverty it takes place during depression and the war so it's very much of its time but it's a book that I
0: always I always love and in the end if you were to pick one interesting life experience that you could share with us today what would you tell us so uh, a couple
1: years ago my parents are originally from Tanzania they were both born in Tanzania and grew up there they moved to Canada when they got married and a couple years ago we took a family trip and all went back to Tanzania with my um my parents my husband and my two kids and i think that was a great experience for me it wasn't the first time i'd gone to east africa but the first time i'd taken my family and with my parents as well we were able to go to my mom's hometown and my dad's hometown which was really neat i'd never been to their hometowns before so that was really cool to see the house where they grew up with the mosque that they got married in and just all the memories that they would remember but then at the same time it's a stunning landscape it's a beautiful place we went on a safari Uh, We saw Mount Kilimanjaro. So it was just a really great experience to be able to take my kids on that trip.
0: That sounds amazing. I wish I could get to go one (laughs) day.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous country.
0: Thank you so much, Farah, for answering all my questions. No problem. That was fun. Now I want to talk a little bit about your book. Tell us more about your book, the romance novel you recently published. And I also want to know, why did you write this story? So Accidentally
1: Engaged is a romance so my main character rena is going through kind of a hard time in her life she's lost her job her best friend has moved away she's unlucky in love and her parents are just very in her life and they in, insert her, themselves into every aspect of their of her life so they've set her up again with a, a an eligible muslim bachelor she calls them and um, moved him across the hall because she lives in a, in a building they own. So they're they're hoping that she'll marry this guy. But of course, she wants nothing to do with anything her parents want. Even though she's re- he's really cute and he loves her cooking. And they end up becoming friends. And then they end up entering a cooking contest together because she really wants to win the prize, which is a, a scholarship to a cooking school. So it's an it's a kind of an arranged marriage trope, but also fake engagement because they pretend to be engaged to enter the cooking contest together. And then of course they fall in love. And
0: And also your love for the baking reality shows. (laughs) Yes,
1: totally baking reality shows. Now, one of the things that I really um, that I love about it is the character, she bakes a lot of bread. Like that's her hobby is baking bread. But for the cooking show, I made it specifically that she was cooking the food of her, of her culture. It's about the East African Indian food that she grew up in, which is the same stuff that I grew up with. So I was able to really have the two of them connect through that shared culture of the food that they of their of their um, of their childhood, the food they grew up with.
0: That's amazing. I love reading books that have that touch of culture via food in that. Like Mm -hmm. I remember I read Henna Artist. It had like some mentions of Indian food and I am Indian, so I can relate to that. Like, yeah,
1: it's a big part of culture. It makes our, our, our culture unique is through the food. Do you also have recipes in there? There's a recipe in the book. Um, there's well, there's two recipes at the back of the book, but I've also um, I'm going to be putting some up on my blog soon too because I've had to write some of the recipes for different reasons. <laughs> so they're they're going to be in my blog soon. But mostly just the the Indian recipes. She makes a lot of other food than the book because that's her hobby. But I don't I haven't really written down those recipes yet.
0: I always feel like that's a bonus books give me. Like I have read two or three books in the last year which had a few recipes in them and I love those book- books like a little bit extra because of that even if I yeah. didn't try all the recipes totally. I just felt like oh that's a great touch mm-hmm. you also have another book coming up right
1: yeah I have another book coming out at the end of the year it's a YA teenage characters called Tahira and Bloom and I'm actually working on edits right now, so it's really like in my head. Um, and it is a teen fashion designer who is forced to live in this tiny little small town in Canada for the summer because she had a fashion internship that fell through. So she's working in this tiny little town, and she ends up having to, again, going back to the my love of contests, writing about them, um, she ends up having to enter a flower sculptor contest to try and get some experience for her college application. She doesn't know anything about flowers, and she's taught by the cute boy that lives next door who's obsessed with flowers and plants. So it's another romance. Um, it's a—it's actually a, a much more of a coming-of-age story because she's young, and she's learning about her priorities, and she's learning about where she wants to be, what she wants to do with her life, who she wants, the kind of person she wants to be. And I'm really enjoying that kind of Fish out of water. She's a very city girl, and she's in the small town, and that whole urban-rural conflict between the two of them. So that's super fun to write, and I'm really excited
0: about it. Yeah, it sounds really interesting, and it also makes me think it, there could be like a movie or a TV series on these. Yeah,
1: <laughs> totally. I, if anybody's listening, it would make a great movie, um, especially the the flowers. I, I'm having so much fun. Um, I told you I had a lot. I mentioned I had a lot of hobbies, but gardening is not something I've done a lot of. I have a little bit, but not a lot. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun learning more about flowers and gardens. And I think that it's a very visual medium, and it's interesting to have the, that conflict between her fashion background and then the the flowers and the gardens. So there's a it's definitely a very visual idea book. And flowers make you happy any time of year, right? Especially yeah. the book's gonna come out in the middle of winter, which I think is great because. Um, that's when we need that flowers and summer to to remind (laughs) us that that there is uh, the end of the the winter will happen
0: yeah so if our listeners want to buy your book where can they do that
1: accidentally engaged will be available everywhere Um, uh, I really encourage people to order it from their local indie indie bookstores but you can buy it anywhere that books are sold both well all my books
0: before we end our talk for the day anything you want to say to our listeners today
1: The only thing I would say is that we should really be supporting um, diverse writers, especially uh, writing romance. There's a lot of amazing, amazing, amazing authors of color writing romance right now. I like to see them recommended, boosted, all of those great things because the stories uh, deserve to be told and everybody is entitled to a happily ever
0: after. That's a great message. I totally agree with that. Thank you, Farah, for being a guest on my podcast. It's been great talking to you today. Listeners, do check out Farah's books and I'll meet you again next week here with a new guest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our conversation today. Hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as I did. You can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11 Pod for more videos and updates. And I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye.